0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: What is up? Hello, everyone. And welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys with me, Jeff Cavanaugh! And him, former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. Oh. Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. We join you on another day where other teams get to keep playing. <laughs> team does not. Uh, it is, we know, we know the last two standing, and it will not involve the Dallas Cowboys, but you can still cruise on over to Bet Online, your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines with everything from point spreads. To a bunch of player performance props, head to Bet Online today. Stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. Use our promo code Believe. B L E A V. Let
0: right, me let me ask a question before we get into this. Okay. Just kind of using the Cowboy angle as well as playoff. Do you think if the Cowboys would have gotten past the Green Bay Packers, could they be? Could they play on the field with the team that you saw? Could could they play on the field with the Lions? Could they be uh, on the field with? the Niners, and or uh, would they be able to be on the field with the Chiefs if they had to meet them in the Minnesota Bowl?
1: I have no idea. I mean, that's fair. part of my brain says, yeah, they beat Detroit. And, like, people can talk about the weird two-point conversion thing, but the Cowboys should have had 10, 14 more points in that game. Um, like, they beat Detroit. Uh, San Francisco wiped the floor with them, so what do I do with that? Does that mean that because I beat Detroit... I could have played with San Francisco because Detroit did or does the fact that San Francisco kicked my butt mean that Detroit played considerably better than they played against Dallas and I couldn't play with either of them? I don't know. I mean, it's certainly a crappy feeling I would imagine as a fan when you watch like the Chiefs who honestly the Chiefs puttered through the regular season and Mm -hmm. looked bad and it was like there's no way they can win because they have no good receivers. Uh, But they got to the playoffs and Patty looked around and goes, that's okay. This is what I do. I do this. Um, So, I don't know. Like, do I think that there's something inherently badass about Jared Goff suddenly? No. Like, you have a better quarterback than the Lions, and they were out there going toe to toe with the 49ers. I don't know. I think it it feels bad, but going off of your feelings isn't necessarily the best idea for predicting. But it felt like all of those teams we're way more comfortable in that moment and on that stage than the guys that we watch.
0: Another question for you. And I I thought about this last night I was landing, I was laying in the bed and I thought like I'm watching the highlights and you just mentioned it when it comes to Patty Mahomes, he's like, Oh, I get in the playoff. Like, this is what I do. Like, has there ever been a point in your life? I don't care what it, what, what point it is. Like, have you ever had a point in your existence where you were like, when I walk into this field or I walk into this gym or I walk into this whatever i'm the nicest dude in here like have that patty like because you could just you could feel the confidence in patty mahomes right like you could just feel it being like no i'm the i'm really the greatest dude out here and there's no one that can stand next to me and i believe that i can make whatever play that needs to be made for us to win like was there ever a moment in your life where you were like yeah that's me
1: nope oh okay nope Nope. And I, uh, like I was athletically lucky in the early part of life. Like I got tall and fast early. So like I whipped ass in athletics from elementary school through middle school whipped ass, but there was two or three guys and it was like, you ain't whipping their ass. Right. And then, so no, no, I, I would imagine that's a very rare feeling to know that you are literally the best. And it's just like, we'll be okay. I got us. Uh, I've been close, but then there's moments. I was one right. of the finest flag football receivers in all the land for about, right. for about five to seven years. One of the best in the country, which means the world. Cause we are the best at it in America. Um, but there's always some dudes where you didn't go out there and really think like, I own that dude, no matter what, there's always some dudes. Uh, I can't imagine that feeling where you just know I got it. Yeah. No one is better than me at this. The end. And, like, they just figured it out, and that's like that's a cheat code, right? That's the team that you can't copy because he's singular. You can't copy that. Right. They just went through the season, and then they got to the postseason, and somehow they're sorry receivers who cost them probably three games in the regular season. When it's nut-cutting time in the postseason, Valdez Scantling will win the deep ball. And it's like, wait, you're the dude who's been failing me all year. We've been trying to find anybody to do these jobs because all of you are awful. But now we're on the biggest stage, and maybe it's just part of because they know who they're playing with. And, like, he's like, so what? Like, we're here. We're just going to win this one, and then we're going to go beat San Francisco. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah, it's – it's. I look at him, and I'm just like, wow. Like, he wakes up crotch first every day. That's That's an amazing feeling, I guess.
1: But it's easy to. Like, there's no adversity to that. He's the best. He just shows up, and he's like – there's huh. a ton
0: of adversity to that. There's a ton of None. adversity. There's None. A ton. There's the a adversity
1: ton. is for whoever tries to beat him.
0: <laughs> there's a ton. There's a ton to wake up to come into this league and for six years in a row do nothing but play in at, at least conference championship games for six straight years. Like jokers go their whole lives and don't reach one conference championship game. He's played in at l- six.
1: Yeah, because everybody what, else is scrapping and fighting and clawing and trying to get the most out of themselves. And he's going, ah, okay, I guess I'll go to Kelsey again. I guess I'll buy eight seconds and then just figure it out. No, he's- like,
0: he, Even his throw to Valdez-Scantling was back foot, sidearm, flick of the wrist.
1: Yeah. And in, in the biggest moment of
0: the game, no no form, no, no, no proper procedure, just back foot, sidearm. Flick it up there, die, game over.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's fun. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure it's not fun for somebody like Jared Goff, who it's like, wait, we had a chance to win this game, and I put balls on the money that would have made drives keep going, and we would have won this game, and you dropped them. Thanks, team. Yeah. Uh, and it's like there's nothing you can do about that as the quarterback, but it it it, it ain't happening to Patty. Once we get here, once we get here, <laughs> he just does everything, and then everybody does their job. Congratulations.
0: All right. What does all this mean for the Cowboys?
1: Nothing. I mean, that's the weird part is it means everything and nothing. Like it means nothing because nothing about what happened in those games is going to like affect what you're doing. I think you can have some takeaways from it. Like I have a takeaway from those games, like the year that Jared Goff just had and the way he played in the postseason there is zero chance that Detroit is moving away from Jared Goff. Jared Goff's about to be a $50 million quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I think, a reminder to Cowboy fans or whoever fans that when you have a good quarterback, you can you can get mad about results and all that stuff, and you can want to do whatever and, like, I want to blow my team up. Um, but good quarterbacks ain't going nowhere. They're going to sign theirs. Baker and Tampa, they're going to keep him. That going to get paid. Um it's clear they got work to do.
0: Yeah. Cuz the way I, they got work to do. The way I looked at it and, and I and I tweeted this out. I said the Niners are here to stay, right? They're yep. here. Um the Lions are here. I don't think they're going anywhere. I don't think they'll continue to improve. Green Bay showed us this year that they're they're on the way, right? They're they're on the they're on the rise. They got something brewing uh special over there. Um if Washington now that now that they're the playoffs. If Washington goes and hires one of the guys that we both wanted here in Dallas, Ben Johnson, that then takes their program to at least we're we're cooking, right? Like we're simmering. We're not quite there yet. They'll probably go and draft Drake May, right? Because that probably the that's probably the most similar to what Jared Goff is. So that's what Ben knows. It'll probably go will probably go Drake May more than it does Jaden Daniels or you know Michael Penix. So they'll draft Drake May, and I'm assuming that they'll put something together and be more competitive next year in the division. Philly will figure out something, right? I don't know what Kellen Moore will do. Um, but they'll be a tough out, right? They'll they'll just Philly's always been a tough out, no matter who was the coach, no matter who was the coordinator. So that's that'll be a tough out. It's does the Cowboys have to have one of their best, most aggressive, most talented field, most ready to go guys draft slash off season to date do they have to have that this year to find themselves in a much better position um come playoff time than they have in the past and if they do if they do what are the areas do you think that they should be aggressive in
1: um I think yeah I think there's a lesson in especially like the Lions of this year where if you want to draw a parallel to the Cowboys what like the Lions got further, and you're going to feel better about their future? And a big part of that was, are you prepared for the first four names that the Lions drafted in the 2023 draft? Yes. Jameer Gibbs, he do pretty good for them? Pretty good, except for the fumble. Jack Campbell, linebacker. Pretty good for them. Pretty good for them. Sam Laporta.
0: Really good for them.
1: Stud. Yep. Brian Branch. Done. Done. Yep. Um they turned two first round picks and two second round picks into four starters. And I wonder how many of them were pro bowlers, honestly. I think uh,
0: was a pro bowler.
1: And if Branch wasn't, he maybe should have been. It's it's football's hard because we're comparing your team to the best teams. And some of them have Pat Mahomes, and you're gonna be chasing that because what are you gonna do? I, I can't have Pat Mahomes, I can't have him. And so you gotta just keep doing the best you can every offseason at reloading, at drafting, developing free agent. And with the Cowboys, a wild card of that is they don't tend to chase as much as some teams. They don't tend to play in big time free agency and uh, play the salary cap games as much as some.
0: And that's but that's my question to you. There does there need to be a systematic change into what they've been doing because the way that they've been doing it hasn't yielded the results that I'm assuming they want that for sure what the fans, what, so is there a moment in time where you're saying, okay, maybe just for this year, we have to go a different route. We're, we're not as aggressive in, in free agency. We aren't in those first wave of guys. We're more conservative in the way that we spend cash. Do they have to say, we need to scrap that plan and see if, you know, because that's a definition of insanity right to do the same thing over and over and over again expecting results do the cowboys have to change their stripes
1: i wish i, hmm, I wish I that wish, they would I, I wish that they would the cha- the challenge is, is it's like what do the fans want versus is it realistic mm-hmm Because like I did a video that you can go look like a week ago. I can give you what Cowboys all-in looks like, right? And I'll do it real quick here. Cowboys all-in and what the fans might want is, and now do you want to do the all-in that ends in a fiery rubble and then we rebuild this thing and chase it for one year? Or do you want to do the all-in that involves actually trying to keep going?
0: If you can do them both pretty quickly, let's do them both.
1: So the fiery rubble is you just restructure Dak's contract. It saves you over $20 million, but that $20 million goes to later. So when he's gone a year from now, you're eating $60 million and he's not even here. Um, but it gives me $20 million to play with. I extend C.D. Lamb. That saves me $10 million. I cut Michael Gallup post-June 1. That saves me $9.5 million. Uh, I restructure Terrence Steele or whoever else. Like I can get to where I have $40, $45 million to spend in cap space. Now, who do you want? Because I can sign literally whoever you want. And I can sign more than one of them. The thing about free agency is, it don't hurt initially. Mm -hmm. You can sign Chris Jones. He counts almost nothing in his first year on your cap. You can do it. You're going to pay later. You're just going to have everyone's numbers going up and up and up and up and up. If you want to see what that looks like, check out the Chargers this year. Harbaugh is going to inherit a salary cap that is destroyed. They're screwed. Mm -hmm. They're going to suck. The Chargers are going to suck in Jim Harbaugh's first year. Um unless they have great rookie classes. But, like, you could go sign Chris Jones, Patrick Queen. uh, I like Geno Stone, the Baltimore safety. Like, I could sign all three of them, bang, 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 on the first day of free agency, and then draft, and go play football. I could do all of that. You want Derrick Henry? Sure, I can sign him, too. I can sign all of those guys. It's not the way the Cowboys do it, because then they turn around in two or three years, and they go, crap, all of the big-name guys we signed count 30 or $40 million this year and they're uncuttable.
0: Now mm-hmm. what?
1: And you end up in deep, deep doo-doo and you have uh, you have a train wreck year or two. Uh, and that's not what the Cowboys do, but you could. And if you are desperately in search of, I don't care if I have a worse chance to win two and three years from now, or maybe it's three and four years from now, I'm willing to trade that for this year and the next year maybe it's doable it just runs contrary to what the cowboys do the cowboys believe we want to try to give ourselves a chance every year that's what they believe because they believe in relevance and being competitive all the time and for the most part i've always agreed with them because yeah you just give yourself a chance you get there over and over and then you play better when you get there but i'm um, for enough people i think it's just it's exhausting where you're like mm-hmm. i've seen them do it this way forever and we ain't punching through. So I want a superstar D tackle and a superstar linebacker and better safeties. And guess what? You can do it. It might hurt later, but you can do it. They don't. Is there,
0: is there any player offensively or defensively that you can see a potential surprise trade? Like, Hey, we're going to trade CD or Micah or Dak or, like, like, is there anyone that you can possibly concede that they go, you know what, we're gonna just trade this guy, get a bunch of picks and work on that?
1: No, because I think that runs counter to cowboy thinking. Cowboy thinking yeah. is to stay competitive, and like, what is the best chance if you want to win as many games as you can next year? It, it absolutely involves Dak, CD, and Micah playing football, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so that's that's it. CD's getting an extension because that's gonna save you money to sign free agents like CD will get an extension this off season. So will Dak, because that's where you're going to get $40 million to spend is from those two things happening. Micah might not. We'll see. They may wait on that one. Um, But no, I, I, they, they are not going to trade any of those guys because trading any of those guys doesn't give you a better chance at winning football next year. And that's what they care about is being as relevant as possible every single year. That's what they do. Why are you trying to trade one of them?
0: No, I'm just asking a question. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm I, I want I want good players on my football team.
1: Yeah, I want the best players I can find, and I want all the best players that I can find, and I want them over and over and over again. But I also want to live in a perfect world where when I watch all of my best players play football, that I believe they that they're absolute play, dogs.
0: They're playing actually good football.
1: Yeah, and that and that like there are also like my best players are the guys who are on the sideline, like telling all the other players, "Here we go, boys, follow me." Uh, I do think that the body language of the Cowboys two best players is ass. A lot of the times like CD will go into Luca mode where he's pouts and Mike, I don't know. That might just be his face, uh, but his body language uh, uh, sucks. Be careful. <laughs> what? Oh, do you get in trouble? It's okay. No, like, no, I, I went off on no, Luca no, on the radio no, last week no. for being a crybaby and like I'm grow joking. up and people lose their minds. Oh, and I'm like, my it's, God. it's okay to be a fan of the awesome players. And acknowledge the things that aren't great. Like CD walking over by himself and pouting. That's not good. Micah looking like everything on his body hurts and that he's bored at all times is not ideal there. You can have your superstar players go, man, that guy's effing incredible at football. Could I get him to be more engaged all the time? No matter how things are going, could I get him to be a leader? Could I get those things? That's okay. We can say that. Uh, What happened? Nothing. Did you get in trouble on one of these topics? Is that what's happening? No. Do you think I just got in trouble just now on one of these topics? No. Oh. No. No. Like I, feel- I want, I wish CD and Micah could either send their talent to Dak, or he could send his brain to them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I do think that the way that he carries himself is about ideal, and the way that they have the ability to play football is about ideal. We just need it all to bow, mush together, and then with their powers combined, they could be Captain Planet. I'm with you. That's what I think. That's all I got. Um, We're going to find running backs. We're going to do it on the cheap, so that's nice. We're not going to have to spend money on that. I saw that in the paper. Like, it's the new company line is get ready. We ain't paying running backs no more. We're finally out of this disaster, <laughs> uh, so that'll be nice. We only got to find like three linebackers, maybe four. Maybe five, but we'll do that. Yeah, we'll get all that handled. We got to find some big boys. Missing on a draft sucks. When you're trying to win a Super Bowl, if you have an entire draft miss, that sucks. Overshown needs to be back healthy and ready to rock and help your team. Mozzie Smith, over his first NFL offseason, needs to find his weight again and figure out how to play NFL football. And, um, I don't well, really have hope for Schoonmaker, but he needs to be tight end too. And you need to be able to use different personnel packages. A lot of things need to happen from a draft class that gave you literally nothing. And then we need to add another one. That's all.
0: Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if history tells us anything, the guys who are coming off knee areas, and this, this is not a, a knock at who was doing the rehab or anything like that. Cause Britt Brown's my dude and he does a phenomenal job, but just, just, uh, biology anatomy says that we've seen two guys who've come off ACLs, Terrence Steele and Michael, Michael Gallup, and it they just haven't returned to form. And so we're going to be looking at does Diggs and does Overshone return to form in this year? I, I think we might just like I don't want to I don't want us to go all gas, no brakes on those two players and say when these two guys get back, boy, we we're back up because we've seen that guys actually need another whole year. And for Michael Gallup, he's never recovered. And 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 for Terrence Steele, I mean he's he's been up and down all season long. And a lot of it has to do with his inability to what it seems like move laterally on a consistent basis in the past pro and and things like that. So you know those guys coming back, I would you know I can't wait to see what Overshone does this offseason. Uh I can't see I can't wait to see what uh what what Diggs looks like in the offseason, but I, I won't I won't toot my horn about these guys until I see them in live action being able to move like fluidly.
1: Well, right now, Jesse Overshone could come out there with a peg leg and he's starting. <laughs> we, don't got, we don't got dudes. I'm looking for a receiver too. I just, I always am though. At all times, I'm looking for a receiver. I want another one. It's a good draft for it. They got a great, they got incredible ones. I'm going to go get us a receiver. We'll be okay. We'll be back. We'll be back. No problem. Super Bowl coming 2024 baby See it says That's up right. top there Believe you. Just just believe Don't worry That's about it Alright well Jesse Enjoy your day brother It's good to see yeah. you Happy hotel rooming
0: yeah, I'm out, I'm about to check out and head over to Tampa to Raymond James Stadium, where I'll be doing play-by-play on ESPN three for the Blue Gray All-American High
1: School Football Game. Hell yeah, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And for everybody out there, remember oh, thanks to Bet Online for presenting the broadcast. Remember that you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy.
0: Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe.